Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What's up, positive bitches? How are we doing today? If you're hearing this episode, you are meant to be here, so keep listening. As positive bitches, we know sometimes we will laugh, other times we will cry, but we will always walk away from an episode feeling like an empowered positive bitch that is babe in total connection with herself. Today, we are talking about cheating. There's no easy way to segue into this subject. It's a touchy one. It's a triggering one. But know that if you are triggered, it means you're going deeper into your pain, which means you're going deeper into your healing. So congratulations. You're moving forward, and that's a beautiful direction to move in. Today, we're going to discuss why people cheat. We're not going to talk about the mumbo jumbo trash I hear in the media. There's so much bullshit out there. We're going to cut, 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 cut right through so we can get to the meat of the truth of why people stray. What are we doing? Maybe you're the one straying. You've experienced it. I'm going to use my personal experience because I've been on kind of both ends of the stick and we're going to talk about what we can learn and how we can put the best energy forward so that we can manifest a healthy, loyal, loving relationship. Before we get into it, if you're not yet following me on Instagram, be sure to follow me at Vibing with CC. If you've not yet joined the 21 Day Breakup Globe Challenge, sis, what are you doing? It's not about how much time goes by, it's about what you do with the time. In the 21 Day Breakup Glow Up Challenge, you can get 21 days of audio and video lessons, downloadable worksheets, a private Facebook group chat, and meditations. This will help you level up to be your most magnetic self, teach you how to date yourself, how to move on, how to release soul ties, how to balance that sacral chakra, and of course, so much more. If you're dating and you want to understand the subtle energies that are at play that will affect your dating life, you have to download the Calling Your Power Back workbook. Both of these links are in my bio on Instagram, and I will also put them in the show notes that you can find attached to this episode. If you're looking for more intimate guidance, you can of course DM me on Instagram to find out how I can help you one-on-one. Now, 
Without further ado, let's get into today's subject of cheating and fidelity. We are talking about infidelity so we can go inward instead of insane. The first thing I want to say is cheating is a symptom. It's not a root. If you're in a healthy, loving relationship where both partners are getting their needs met, you do not have to worry, okay? You really don't. In fact, you should never be worried because worrying is like a rocking chair. It gives you something to do, but honey, it gets you know where it is a waste of time cheating happens when one or both partners are individually unhappy they're either not getting their needs met or something internally is going on that the other partner might not be cognizant of cheating however is not random. You don't randomly get hit with the cheating stick and everything falls apart. There are things to look for. There are things we can do. I just want to start with that. Next, I want us to understand what cheating is not. So number one, it's not random. Okay, it is a symptom of a root that is unhealthy. If I, for example, had a bunch of bananas that grew and they were all fucked up and rotting, it's not the banana's fault. It would be something wrong with the seed. Something happened while I was taking care of the bananas that caused the bananas to go south. If a plant was not flourishing, we wouldn't blame the plant. We would blame the amount of sunlight it's getting, the amount of water it's getting. It's the environment. It's something going on. It's not the plant. So the symptom is what we're looking at here, which is cheating. An unhealthy plant, a dying plant, a rotting plant is a symptom of it either not growing correctly or it being too old. So we're looking for not symptoms, but causes for roots. Roots. I want us to just take a second because So many of us think, oh, I have to look perfect. I have to be perfect. I need my job to be in line. I need my life to be everything I've ever imagined before I get into a relationship. I have to be enough so I don't get cheated on. That's fucking false, okay? The Kardashians, Khloe Kardashian has, I'm sorry, girl, but look, has had every surgery. Whether or not she wants to say that, that's her right, but she's had every surgery in the book. Every surgery. She's gotten cheated on multiple times. Multiple times. Beyonce, beautiful, amazing, talented, cheated on. Should we go on? J-Lo, beautiful, amazing, talented, cheated on. Gwen Stefani, beautiful, amazing, talented, cheated on. Fergie, beautiful, beautiful, amazing, talented, cheated on. Jennifer Garner, beautiful, amazing, talented, cheated on. Shania Twain, beautiful, amazing, talented, cheated on. Sandra Bullock, Gabrielle Union, Eva Longoria, Holly Berry, All of these women. It's not about what you look like. I also, I know they don't like publicly say it, but if you think Kylie Jenner's not getting cheated on, I don't know what world you're living in. Kylie Jenner. Beautiful. Smart. Businesswoman. Billionaire. Cheated on. 
Cheat it on. It's nothing to do with how you look and what you have. I just want us to hit that on the head right front and center. There are so many beautiful women that you know, your mother, your aunts, your sisters, your cousins, your friends that get cheated on. Cheating is not random, but it also has nothing to do with you when you're the one getting cheated on. It's none of your fucking business. Do you get the brunt of it? Absolutely. But it's none of your business. When I initiated a break with my partner a couple of years ago and it ended up not happening because we still kept seeing each other, we still kept hanging out, we were pretty much still dating and being intimate, I remember when I found out that he slept with someone else, I was like, what the fuck? What's wrong with me? What's wrong with you? I was like, I've given you everything. I've taken you to beautiful places. How could you do this to me? And we always want to ask ourselves, just because we're human, what's wrong with me? Why wasn't an I enough to stop that from happening? I felt like such a failure. Even though an ended relationship isn't a failure, it's an open door to the next season. I felt like such a loser, a failure. I felt like I wasn't pretty enough. I wasn't hot enough. I wasn't enough, period. I wasn't happy enough. I just felt like this somehow was completely my fault and there was something wrong with me. I wasn't adventurous enough. I just felt like it was me. I just, I wasn't enough. And I talked to so many women all around the world and we all think the same thing. We're all thinking, oh my God, I'm the one who got cheated on. So obviously I'm not enough. But the data shows that that is fucking false because it can't be possible that all these women who are beautiful, talented billionaires have everything they could ever want, have options galore. They're not enough to no, no. Even though we are getting the brunt, it has so much more to do with them and so little to do with us. Sometimes it's just divine timing and the only way we can get out and onto the next relationship is if we get really hurt. I remember that when I was in that relationship and I was trying to go through a break, I was trying to get away from the relationship, but because of my codependency, I wasn't able to unattach from him. I remember saying to God, you know, the only way I'll be able to break up with him is if he does something to me or like he leaves me, he breaks up with me. And lo and behold, that's what ended up happening. And that was perfect divine timing for me to keep moving on. But at the same time, I was trying to wrap my head around why would this happen to me? There's something wrong with me. While we think it's us, thinking is not fact. It's an energy. Thinking is not fact. Why do people actually cheat? People cheat when they feel like they're missing something internally. It's about them. When we feel like we're missing commitment or connection or stability or even excitement, some of us will try to fill this hole with Oreos and some of us will try to fill this hole with a penis or a yoni, depending on what we're going for. We're trying to stuff ourselves up because we don't want to look at the current circumstance because it's simply too painful. Whether you're 
feeling a hole because you're lacking connection or excitement. The reason we're even feeling a hole is because we're not getting one of our needs met. And as humans, when we feel like one of our needs aren't being met, we will go to the ends of the earth in order to fulfill that need. I think a lot of us get confused that sex is intimacy and connection, but please understand it's not sex is sex and all sex is not intimacy. Sometimes it can be, but it's not all the time. Other times it's just skin pushing and rubbing and grubbing. Okay. But the point I'm trying to make here is that when someone strays or when someone cheats, it's not about you not being enough. It's that they feel like they're not having enough of one of their needs met. It's not about you. It's about them feeling unfulfilled. And so they're trying to fill their holes with maybe a yoni, maybe a penis. We wish they would just take the Oreos in this case, but they don't. There are six human needs that I've learned about when I was becoming a certified life coach. And these six human needs are something that all humans, regardless of age or gender or race or country that you live in, we all fulfill these six human needs in our life. And when we don't, we can start to feel anxious or angry or upset or depressed. If you've been looking for not just a fun but free way to relax into your divine feminine energy, oh, do I have the perfect thing for you. Recently, I've been playing this game called Seeker's Notes. It's a cut above traditional hidden object games set in a beautiful post-Victorian era where every corner holds a secret and your job is to decide the fate of this cursed city. I love playing this game because it allows me to unplug from the outside world and relax into my present moment. I love just enjoying the puzzles and brain teasers. And it's not just memory games and jigsaw puzzles. It's also really beautiful to look at. It gives Bridgerton, but with interactive fun. It's totally free, no annoying ads, and no Wi-Fi needed. Try Seeker's Notes now. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com i looked over the person sitting next to me and you know what they were doing they were also playing chumba casino coincidence i think not everybody's loving having fun with it chumba casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime anywhere even at thirty thousand feet so sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus that's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life no purchase necessary btw void were prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus I have found through life experience with cheating and intimacy that these six human needs don't just apply to ourselves, but they apply when someone strays too. Now, this might seem a little confusing now, but don't worry because we're going to break it all down. 
The six human needs are certainty, uncertainty, significance, connection slash love, growth, and contribution. However, these six human needs, when they're not being fulfilled in our relationship, can cause us to stray. So yes, we all need certainty. We all need variety or uncertainty. We all need significance, connection, growth, and contribution as an individual. But we also need these six human needs in our relationship. And I'm going to explain to you that when we don't get these six human needs filled in our relationship, it can start to wither and it can cause one or both partners to begin to stray. Because like I said before, we will go to the ends of the earth to get our needs met. It might not be healthy for us. It might not be good for us. It might actually be terrible for us. But we will do whatever we have to do in order to get these six human needs met. The first human need is certainty. This is assurance that you can avoid pain and gain pleasure. This is assurance you know where your next meal is coming. You know there's going to be a roof over your head. That's when it's at an individual level. However, we also need certainty in a relationship. Certainty that I can count on you. Certainty that you're going to be there when I need you. Certainty that that person's going to call you or text you. That you and this other person are an item. When we do not have certainty coming from our relationship, we will look for certainty outside of our relationship. Certainty that we can have an emotional or physical affair with someone else. Certainty that we know how to ruin the relationship. Certainty that there will be someone else there for us all of the time, which may cause us to stray. So see how this is affecting us? Yeah, we all have certainty in our life. Certainty of a roof over our head and a meal on the table. But we also need this certainty when it comes to our relationship. And when we don't really know if this person's there for us or hot and then cold, hot and then cold, it causes us to get so clouded in our head that we get so emotional, so uptight, start energetically chasing, and then we freak out and we become certain that we will connect with someone else. We will find stability somewhere else and it can cause us to cheat. If we don't know if that person's going to be there for us, we will figure out how to know someone else will be there for us. We will figure out how to know how to ruin the relationship. We will find certainty. Will it be positive certainty or will it be negative certainty? We don't care. That's the thing. That's why so many of us have maladaptive coping mechanisms because we don't care how we fulfill these needs. If it's good for us, if it's bad for us, don't fucking care. You can just bet your ass that I will have certainty met. It might be certainty that you're going to text me every day or I'm going to text you every day or I'm going to find certainty that I will get that security from someone else. Next. As much as we need certainty, if we have too much certainty, we get bored. I was actually talking to one of my clients today about this, how sometimes we can fear a really healthy relationship because it sounds kind of boring. And then we try to look to create arguments or drama because we're used to the drama and we like what we're used to. Instead of referring to your relationships and wanting drama out of them because you're afraid they're going to be boring, switch out the word 
drama for uncertainty because that's what you actually are looking for. We want uncertainty or another way to say this is variety. And this is the need for unknown change or new stimuli. We all need variety during our days, but we also need it in our relationship. When we feel like our partner has just become our roommate or the spark is kind of withering out, we will look for excitement in other places. A lot of people stray outside of the relationship because they're looking for a thrill. They're looking for excitement. They're looking to feel like another part of their selves is activated and is able to be explored. So as much as we may stray to get certainty from someone else, we also will stray for the exact opposite reason to get variety, to get excitement. Ooh, my partner never allows me to feel like this. Ooh, I never get to do this. Ooh, someone new is giving me attention. We're looking for that excitement. So not only... Again, are we straying maybe because we're not getting certainty from our partner, but it can be the exact opposite that we're looking for that excitement, something new, a new flavor. Because honestly, think about it. If you ate the same exact thing every single day and you wore the exact same thing every single day and you did the exact same thing every single day, you would get bored of it. But when you're in a monogamous relationship, you're kissing the same person every day. You're holding that same person's hand. You're spending your whole life with them. There are times where that can feel a little bit bland, but there are ways to recreate, I should say, sparks in your relationships and keep it exciting without having to go outside of the relationship. We've only talked about two of the six, but so far, both of these things have to do with the person's internal needs not being met. They have nothing to do with how skinny you are, how curvy you are, what your hair looks like, what your skin looks like, how wealthy you are, and what your life is. That's it. That's it. Are we understanding this now? It's about how the person is feeling internally. When they start to feel holes, they're going to try to get that hole filled in any possible way they can, whether it's negative or positive, nobody cares. They're just trying to get it filled. The next human need is significance. So we all want to feel unique and important and special. And we also want to feel this in our relationships. So when we are looking for a boost of self-esteem, ooh, someone's checking us out. Oh my God, my partner never gives me this sort of attention. That can lead us to stray. There is actually so many studies that men tend to cheat. I'm sorry if this is going to unlock a new fear for you, but I'd rather you know so you can take preventative measures to make sure this doesn't happen to you. But they found that 10% of fathers-to-be cheat on their partners during pregnancy. Why would this be? If you think about it, when the woman is pregnant, she's getting all the attention. She's getting her feet rubbed. She's getting the baby shower. She's the one holding the baby. This can lead a lot of men to feel insignificant and therefore want an ego boost from outside sources. That's just one specific 
study that I just found really interesting because you hear a lot, oh my God, how could you cheat on her? Your wife was pregnant. But this is one of the reasons why people cheat. So we're going to talk about it. But it doesn't have to just be men. If we're feeling like we aren't getting the attention of our partner, if we feel like we need an ego boost, we will do this too. Now, this is something I've never talked about on That Bitch is Positive. So get ready. When I was first dating my current partner, I was 18. Oh, that was so long ago. And we met on Tinder and I can't remember if we actually met in person yet, but we started talking and we were definitely FaceTiming and we might've met maybe once or not at all. I'm not really sure, but it was very, very early on. We did not have any sort of title yet. We were barely dating. And I remember I kept asking him like, oh, come out to Fordham because that's where I went to college. And he would never come. And so I remember it was one of the first beginning weeks that I was at college. And this guy, I was kind of dancing with him and he kissed me and he kissed me. I just want to make that real. He did kiss me. Okay. And I remember feeling like, oh my God, did I just cheat? I was 18 years old. I I didn't know. (laughs) And I was like, oh my God. I was to my roommate. I was like, what do I do? I I don't know. We just kiss. Like, do I tell Erasmo or do I not? Like we're kind of dating. I, I was like, I don't know how the fuck this works um and she was she was like don't say anything and there's this kid that we all called him guido because he literally was out of jersey shore like i'm telling you he looked like a guido he talked like a guido he acted like a guido and he was like cc he his hands were like on his head he was like do not say anything you guys aren't even serious he does not need to know like do not say anything and so i was like okay fine i like i won't and i was like i can't i have to so literally i walk out of the bar and i call i facetime him or call him i'm like hi um i don't know if this is like allowed or not like i I don't really know if we're dating i just i don't know we're talking i guess but i did just kiss someone and i just want you to know um yeah just putting that out there so really what that was all about was i felt like i kept asking him to come out to fordham and i kept wanting to feel that connection but also like boost of like yeah this is my person that I'm with and when he wasn't giving me that significance I found it in someone else and yes that person kissed me but realistically I could have like punched his face and I could have gotten away I didn't I like let it happen so it was just really something interesting um and yeah I called him and everything was fine he was like okay you can relax like we're not you know, in a committed relationship, it's okay, but thank you so much for telling me. And I was like, okay, okay, bye. (laughs) And so that was that. But the reason I did that was because I was wanting to feel that significance of being someone's girlfriend or girl. And he wasn't giving me that, but the guy at the bar was. And that is what really psychologically seduced me and caused that to unfold. So Sometimes it can be we're feeling neglected in our relationship or we're looking for a boost of self-esteem or we're feeling lonely and we're looking for someone else to give us that validation or that significance. And I feel like if I had to say that there was a number one reason why people cheat, I would really say it's because 
we don't feel significant and connected. And so we will try to find that because it's one of our higher needs. The next one that's really closely tied also to significance is connection and love. We all need a feeling of closeness or union with other people or some sort of organization. So we also need this in our relationship. When we start feeling dissatisfied with our partner, it becomes really easy to then see all the things that they're doing wrong. What you look for, you will find. And the more you find what they're not doing right, the more you're going to want to get the fuck away from them. The more you find what they're not doing right, the more you're going to want to stray and vice versa. The more they see that is wrong with you, the more they're basically convincing themselves to just get with someone else. Um, I remember when my boyfriend went on a business trip and my mom was also away. So I was all alone. And this was when my codependency was getting really badly triggered. And I was working with a therapist and shamans and all that. But even when he was on a business trip, I felt that pull of, oh my God, I wish anyone was here to give me connection and love. And I was in a committed relationship. But when you're dealing with codependency, anxious attachment, and you're feeling all of these holes, you will say to yourself, oh my God, I wish literally anyone was here. I just feel so lonely. Do you really mean it? Not really. But do you think it? Yeah. And that's what gets people into trouble. Thank God I was working with a therapist and shamans and doing my work or else something bad could have happened. If I wasn't mega aware of my codependency and my tendencies, then something could have happened. But because I am, I know when to stop myself and I know what boundaries I need to have with myself and I have a greater understanding. But most of us, I would say, I mean, if you're a positive bitch, you're much more like me, but most of the world is not thinking to themselves, oh, I'm feeling my codependency spike up right now and that's why I'm wanting connection from literally fucking anyone. It could be a wall. So we want to keep this in mind. Sometimes our stuff from childhood that, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, I need connection right now. I need love right now. We think we have to rely on someone outside of us because that's a dynamic we learned with our caregiver. But really, we can learn to give ourselves this love. We can learn to date ourselves, and we can learn to create safe spaces for ourselves so we don't need to rely even on a partner or a random stranger to fulfill that connection and love hole within us. So, so far we talked about some people will cheat because they're looking for certainty, certainty they know how to ruin a relationship or certainty they know how to cheat or certainty from someone else because their current partner is up in the air, not giving them any answers and being hot and cold. Sometimes people cheat because they're looking for the exact opposite. They're looking for excitement. They're looking for variety. Sometimes people cheat because they want that ego boost, that self-esteem boost. They want to feel significant and sometimes they cheat because they're looking for love and Connection that they're not able to get from their relationship. Two more here. The fifth one is growth. And we all want growth on an individual level. We all want to feel like we can expand. We have the capacity and comp- capability to understand and to grow. If we are not growing, we are dying. And it's the same thing with relationships. If you're not growing this relationship, if you're not watering this relationship, it will die. It will die. I have seen with my friends that one 
let's just name these people Barbara and Brad. I've seen where Brad starts calling less and then Barbara gets disenchanted with the whole fucking relationship and they just start naturally straying away from one another and neither of them are trying to make it better. Neither of them are saying anything. And so it leads to such a low level connection that one of them ends up straying. I think that when you're not growing together, like I said, the relationship is dying. Now, there are certain seasons where someone is really busy or someone is just really tired or someone is doing whatever. I'm talking multiple seasons, multiple seasons across a year. You're either growing together or you're dying together and you're dying separately, by the way. There is a quote that says, true love is not two people looking at one another. It's two people looking in the same direction. And I couldn't agree more. I think more so than cheat on, a lot of people break up when they feel like the other person isn't growing with them. When you feel like you're soaring high, wanting huge things for your life, and this other person is fine doing not much, I think most people break up over this, but it can be a possible reason that someone cheats too. When they're seeing someone with all the things that they want and they're like, oh my God, I want that. Me being with that person is going to allow me to be closer to that feeling. Again, it's all about how they're feeling and then they cheat. It's just something to keep in mind. And the last thing is contribution. We all need to feel a sense of service and focus on helping other people. Now, the way I apply this to relationships is a little bit different. So yeah, Tony Robbins talks about how all the things we talked about, we all need on an individual level. What I'm doing is taking these needs and then applying it to why people actually, when they don't get these met, cheat. Because I swear to God, this is the truth. Now, when they talk about contribution, that's a sense of doing charity work. But when we're talking about contribution in the way I'm framing it for why people cheat, I'm talking about what contributing factors are there. Sometimes what happens is there's alcohol involved and alcohol isn't an excuse. And this is what I'm going to tell you. People say, oh my God, I was so drunk and I was so fucked up. And so I cheated and blah, blah, blah. Alcohol is a disinhibitor. So usually maybe we have these fantasies of cheating or whatever, and we would never actually act on them. We're like, yeah, like it would be really cool to be with that person, but I would never actually do it. It's just a fantasy. What alcohol does is it disinhibits you. So your inhibitors of I think about it, but I would never do it is basically cut up and thrown away. And alcohol makes you a little bit looser, a little bit more open to what you previously have said you would never do. So a contributing factor why someone might cheat, it's not charity work, because remember, contribution is a sense of service and focus on helping others. That's when it applies to the individual. When it applies to the relationship, we're talking about contributing factors here. A contributing factor is alcohol. It can also be anger when someone wants to get back at their partner. Something they do sometimes, which is so fucked up, is cheat on them, which is something you should never, ever do. So... Altogether, these six reasons people cheat, and this is the way I'm framing it. This is how I see the world. This is my perspective. This is my truth. I also want to say that I want to go back to number three. 
significance because when I initiated a break with my partner and I kept saying, you know, I'm not really sure if I want to be in a relationship, but then I couldn't unplug from him. When he ended up sleeping with someone else and I asked him, like, why did you do that? He said two things. One was an ego boost. And the other thing was feeling that connection to someone else. So I want to bring up that sometimes it can also be a mixture of these answers. I was kind of shutting him out and he was still wanting to connect to me and I wasn't connecting to him. So what did he do? He wanted to feel that ego boost from someone else and wanted to connect to someone else. And so he did. I just want to say if you have cheated or someone has cheated on you, cheating doesn't make someone evil. It makes them someone who doesn't know how to communicate and someone who doesn't know how to healthily get their needs met. There's no villains here. Of course, there's certain stories where people sound like a fucking villain. Okay, I'm just going to say that. But there's really no villain. People do bad things when they're trying to fulfill their needs. That's just a fucking fact. Like, that's just true. People will do whatever they have to do in order to fulfill their needs because they're not thinking about us at all, actually. They're thinking about, I'm feeling so low. I'm feeling so lonely. I'm feeling so insignificant. What can I do? What's the fastest, most easy way for me to get my need met and let me go do that now. If you're listening to this and you're like, Cece, I have so many new fears unlocked. Do not worry. I would never just drop these on you and then not give you advice on how to pretty much prevent, I would say, prevent these cheating things from happening. The number one thing you need is open dialogue with your partner. Because I would so much rather my partner say, look, I'm having these feelings, I'm having these thoughts, than them acting on them and thinking they have to keep it from me. When I was initiating a break with my partner years ago, I was telling him, look, I'm having really weird feelings and thoughts about other people and I'm feeling like really disconnected from this relationship. I didn't have the six human needs and now the six relationship needs as I'm calling them. I didn't have these words to communicate to my partner, but I wish I could have said I'm feeling not significant. I'm not feeling connected and I feel no variety. I didn't have those words to express to him. So instead I was like, I'm having weird thoughts about other people and I'm having weird feelings. And he didn't know what the fuck to do with that. And he's like, what the fuck does that even mean? having an open dialogue and also having the words to describe your experience is super important so listening to podcast episodes like this one and other creators is really important aka understanding yourself and what you need is really important having a safe space with your partner is again of utmost importance i feel so safe telling my partner anything and i pray to God that he feels the same way about telling me. And sometimes we have really difficult conversations about money, about future, about buying a home, about kids, even how we're going to raise kids, religion. We have really uncomfortable conversations, but I would so rather us be uncomfortable for an hour, two hours, a couple of days than live uncomfortable forever knowing that there are things that we're thinking but not saying. A really good sign that you're with a partner who can 
give you loyalty? Because that's another thing. There are some people who are not capable of giving loyalty. You know my capable cat principle. If I asked my cat to bark, it would not be able to bark, not because I'm not worthy, but simply because cats are not capable of barking. There are some people, they're just not capable of loyalty. They're not. Maybe their childhood has taught them that intimacy is something different or loyalty is not important. There are some people who don't want to give loyalty either. So also understanding that you're choosing a partner who also wants what you want. They want a monogamous, loyal relationship and so do you. That's a good place to start. Having an open dialogue telling one another what you're feeling when your boundaries are being crossed instead of building up resentment and having that as a contributing factor that you stray fucking tell them tell them and if they don't give you a safe space that's another thing you have to tell them you're not giving me a safe space and I'm pretty sure you would rather me tell you how I'm feeling than keep it a secret so open dialogue a safe space finding someone who also wants loyalty But one of the biggest things to keep that love connection alive is to keep it fun how it was in the beginning. So I always think about what did me and Erasmo do in the beginning of our relationship that really allowed us to be close and create a lot of fun. And we still do those things to this day, whether it's hiking or trying new experiences. We just went kayaking together on Sunday, which was so nice. Um, we went to an aquarium. I don't know, random. But even going on vacations, um, driving down to Florida, we do new experiences together. When we hiked bear something mountain, I don't fucking know, but this mountain was a 90 degree angle, okay? I was like, holy shit, I'm going to fall and die. He was so patient with me. I would not have been able to climb that mountain if he wasn't there. I was so petrified. So doing new things like that, challenging new things is really helpful to keep that spark alive and create new memories. As good as old memories can be, nothing is like creating new memories in the present moment together. So try new challenging things together. Never stop exploring the world. This is your partner. See the world together. Try new things together. We even love watching new shows like that's even a new level of variety and talking about the shows like oh my god this is so crazy even playing games it can be lower stake variety like playing games and watching new shows or it can be climbing up a 90 degree mountain and thinking you're absolutely going to die another thing is seeing the positives in your partner I think we can all get stuck in rut sometimes when our partner does something that annoys us and then we start seeing everything that annoys us and we're like, the way they breathe is annoying. How they're acting is annoying. Their life is annoying to me. So when we start picking out the negatives, that's not only a contributing factor, but it can also make us feel like we're growing in a different direction and we want love and connection. It can be so many different things. So make sure you're seeing the positives in your partner. Even if you have to write down a list of all the positive things that they do for you, that can be super helpful for maintaining significance for them and significance for you. I love positive reinforcement. Anytime my partner does something for me, I'm like, thank you so much. Don't hate on their ego. Befriend it. Last night it was getting late and I went live for two hours and I was so tired afterwards I went to go make my chamomile tea my little nighttime routine 
then when I got back up, um, Erasmo took out my hula hoop for me so that it was ready to go. And he put a, a little placemat down on my bedside table so I can put my tea down and little things like that. I was just like, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It's three, three, three right now. Our angels are with us. I don't know whose sign that is, but there you go. So little things like that. I don't let those things go. I'm not just like, okay. I'm like, thank you so much. You're the best. It also just means so much to me. I love a great act of service, but make your partner know with your words, how thankful you are for them. And if that's something that's out of your comfort zone, there's some excitement and variety for you. Get uncomfortable. There's plenty of times and places to be comfortable. Also go outside of your comfort zone. Another thing I find really helpful is having a little monthly meeting. I think a lot of us are prone to bicker when we're always talking about what our partner is doing wrong or what we want more of or what's just not going right in our relationship. Instead of doing that, having a monthly or weekly meeting of how are you feeling? How am I feeling? What do you want more of? What do you want less of? That depletes any daily bickering and allows you to get through all the difficult issues you need to get through in one sitting. So to recap what we talked about today, we talked about why people cheat. It's not because of how we look. It's not because of how much money we have. It's not because of our job. People don't cheat thinking about us. They cheat thinking about themselves. I'm going to say this again because it bears repeating. People cheat not when they're thinking about you, but when they're thinking about themselves, when they're thinking about their own holes. Yes, you're getting the brunt of it, but you are not the cause of it. Yes, you're getting a symptom of the cheating and you're feeling that symptom, but you are not the cause. The cause is when one of their human needs, one of their six needs are not being met. When they're not getting their certainty met, their uncertainty, significance, connection, growth, or maybe there's a contributing factor like alcohol or built up resentment. When one of those things are feeling on low like a gas tank, that is when people cheat. It has nothing to do with how you look, how you talk, how much money you have, what you have in the bank, or what your job is. It doesn't have to do with you. Again, they're not thinking of you. They're thinking about themselves. We have to untangle this very delicately and understand that when someone cheats, their actions are about them. It does not mean you're unlovable, you're unkissable, you're uncravable, you're unworthy, you're unvaluable. No, 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 no. It has to do with them and their own holes. When someone doesn't communicate their needs and instead goes outside of the relationship, that's on them. That's on them. People need to communicate what it is they want because no one can read one another's minds unless you're extremely sensitive and tapped in and an empath like no other. So you have to speak up for what it is you want. Now, if you've spoken up for what you want and your partner cannot give this to you and is incapable of giving this to you, don't stray outside the relationship. Just break up with them and then go get what it is that you want. Okay? As always, it's an honor to do this podcast. I'm sending you all the love in the world. 
I can't wait to talk to you next week and I will see you in the next one. Ooh, and if you did enjoy this podcast, be sure to leave a positive review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, wherever you're listening. Be sure to take a snap shot of you listening and tag me on Instagram at vibingwithcc and follow me there and I will see you in the next one.